Hi everyone, I'm Ari Meglin, here with Rachel Foley, and we're the hosts of the Merry Writer Podcast. It is episode one, and this week we are asking the question, are you a secret writer or a loud and proud? Okay, so before we start answering this question, I just have to say, oh my god, we've got a podcast! Yay! I'm so, so excited. excited that we finally have a podcast. Oh, it's, it's been, been in the works for so long that I'm so happy that it's finally here. It has. It has been lots and lots and lots of planning. Yeah, I, I didn't realize how much creating a podcast took. Like, there's no. just so there's so much work that goes into it. You can't just turn on the microphone and start talking. No, especially not us. No. No, especially not us, because we overthink everything. <laughs> and we also had a lot of technical difficulties every that is time. True. Yes. Nobody ever talks about the technical difficulties. No, I think it was like 30 minutes every time just to get the camera and the microphone working. Like yes. the basics. Yeah. Well, there was that one week where it took an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were not good with our technology. Nope. <laughs> So, so we've, we decided to do it a bit sooner than we were planning, mainly because of all the crazy that's going on with the coronavirus. And the UK has recently, as in like two days ago, uh, been put in lockdown. So we're all now trapped in our houses, eating cold beans, you know, <laughs> holding on to the last roll of toilet paper. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's the same here too. We're at a stay at home order. And, you know, I'm just, I mean, I already work from home, so nothing has really changed too much for me. But on the other hand, you know, everybody else is home now. So things, the whole routine is shifted and it, everything's weird. It is. And I think there's, there's always that sense of, um, it's nice knowing that you can just go out if you need to. And now we're at home and I'm the same. I work from home, so I'm in the house all the time. But suddenly you know you can't actually just go wandering outside and anywhere you want to go. You start to feel it more and there's that little bit of like cabin feverish scratching at the walls sensation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and I, I feel bad. My mom's birthday is in a few days and I ordered her birthday gift, but Amazon is only shipping out essential items right now. So her gift's not going to come for over a month. That's just wrong. That's essential. Birthday presents are essential. I feel so bad. I saw books. Seriously, I was so depressed when they said, no more books are going to be deprioritized. It's like, no! Although I guess if that's the, our biggest concern, things are okay for us. That's very true. We are very, I mean, very lucky. Yeah. But I hope everybody else out there, whoever's listening, I hope everybody's safe and healthy and you're taking care of yourselves and you're checking in on, you know, your family members and your elderly neighbors yeah. at a safe yeah. distance. <laughs> Wave at them through the window. Yeah, we will get through this. It doesn't seem like it right now, but we will. <laughs> True. Yeah, I think I think we will. And we'll probably come out better for it. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the world is certainly going to be different when this is all over. Yes. Whatever that's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, okay, let's, let's get off the, the very depressing topic of corona and on to the interesting topic of the question of the day which is what was it again it is are you a secret writer or are you loud and proud okay i i i would class myself as a partial secret writer um i'm i have my my blog that i use that i talk about my writing i don't share very often but i, I do talk about the fact that i'm a writer and i'm on twitter and instagram and we do i do talk about it and we 
Um, so I do, you know, I do share things on there and I do talk about processes and I connect with other writers, but on another sense, almost like in the real life side with family and friends, I don't tell people. It's one of those things I just keep quiet and I just, nope, nope. So I, I'm kind of loud and proud online and, and, and very, very less with family. Yeah, I, I can understand that, especially because it, things are so much easier on the internet the internet is a crazy place and you shouldn't be saying like too much personal information and stuff like that. But given that it's 2020, it's just the way the world works now, but it's so much easier to write down your feelings and to discuss things rather than doing it face to face. And it's hard because there's such a huge community of writers online that when you talk about it, you get the, you know, you get the support. That you're looking for whereas when you talk to people in real life about it if they're a writer great but if they're not then they they just ask needless questions <laughs> like well, well what do you write when is your book going to be finished can i read it can i be in your book it's like well no <laughs> <laughs> why do they always usually they follow that up with you know it's not a real job right and i was like what what are you really going to do and it's like well, so one minute you want to be in the book and next minute you're like you know poo-pooing the book it's like oh it's a phase. I have to admit, I've never had anybody say that to me before. When I was in middle school, I remember telling a friend that I wanted to be either a teacher or a writer. And she flat out told me, be a writer, it's more money. <laughs> and at the time, I, I was like, yeah, you're right. Because at the time in my mind, I was like, JK Rowling, she has so much money. All authors make that amount of money. And then I went into the I wish. Why did I do this in the first place? <laughs> No, that's I, I unfortunately have when I was growing up. When I when I was really little, I actually was very very proud and loud about being a writer. Um, I started getting into writing when I was eight, and I was you know scribbling in pads and filling up massive notebooks, and that and I would be like, oh, read this, read this to family members, um, and they 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 were supportive in a sense because obviously when you're little they are. But as I got older uh, into like teenage years, there was a lot more of this. Hmm. And uh, well, it's not really a job, and hmm, it's it's like it's not really anything. It's like, are you not focusing on more important jobs? And do you not want to be an accountant? And it's like, nope, really don't want to be an accountant or anything as boring as that. Uh, sorry to any accountants out there, but no thanks. <laughs> well, no, it's a personal preference. I could not do math all day long. Oh no, no. I mean, I have worked in offices with accountants, and no, 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 no. I, was, I, I couldn't do that it, it, it would just drive me insane so so I was quite quite out there with it but as as I told people and they started asking questions and and it wasn't that kind of interested questions you get with other writers where it's like oh wow tell me about your story I'd love to know more it was that kind of so what is it about and there was always that sense of like I'm being very harshly judged and if it doesn't if it doesn't sound like the next big blockbuster um it's going to go badly. So you end up learning to sort of keep it more private and so that you don't have to deal with that judgment. You don't have to deal with the, as you say, needless and endless questions that just, that don't make you feel excited about being a writer, but instead kind of deflate you and, and can be quite painful at times. Yeah, no, I can understand that, especially because I didn't really, I used to be a secret writer and I still kind of am. I think I'll, I'll go with your words. I'm a partial secret writer. But when I made the shift and I quit my job to become a full-time writer, that's when I started being more loud and proud about it because I had to, because self, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-promotion. <laughs> because self-promotion is so important when 
when you're a writer, when you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to start a business for yourself, because I mean, you, you don't think that writing is a business, but it is. And that, you know, you, you have to tell people about it. You have to, you have to be proud of yourself because it's a lot of work. It's, it's creative. Yes. And people, a lot of people think of creativity as fun and a hobby, but it's a lot of work and it's hard and it's not as easy as everybody makes it out to be. No, definitely not. I, I think you've, you totally hit on that is that it is a business. I mean, it is creative, but it, it definitely goes hand in hand as a business. If you want to be a published author. Um, I mean, obviously if you're just doing it as a hobby, you're just enjoying yourself and you have no, um, desires to move on to something to to make it into a published work and then sell it as a product then yeah that's not a problem but it is a business and people don't treat it like that so they don't always think about the sides that where you need to promote where you need to think about expenses where you need to think think of it as a business person and you know the risks and the, and the rewards and all that stuff where you yeah, you kind of have to be aware of it and then make those strategic decisions. Oh, I hate using that word. But yeah, the strategic <laughs> decisions to, to move it forward. It's like I do, there's quite a lot of people I know where they'll, they still have the idea, well, oh, I'll just write a book and put it out there. If I put enough books out there, someone will find me. And it's like, there's probably a, some truth in that. You know, if you wrote, you know, a couple of hundred books, I'm sure someone will find you. But it's, I'm sure you'd enjoy doing that. But at the same time, it would help to to be able to sort of Put your product in front of people and that is important it is yeah and, and i have seen some people like you're, you're not wrong i have seen some people that they self-published a book and they're like i just did this for fun i had a fun story to tell if you want to get it great if not no worries i had fun doing it and i'm yeah. like good for you that's awesome <laughs> me this is what i love to do it's my passion so i want to do it for a living and unfortunately if i didn't need to get if i didn't need to survive off of money and I didn't have bills to pay I would just do this willy-nilly and I'd have fun with it but unfortunately yeah you gotta you gotta treat it like a business <laughs> exactly exactly and that and, and obviously it does you do need to be a bit more like hey I'm a writer I think most writers struggle with that probably because uh, introverts are drawn to creative things not all introverts but a lot of introverts are drawn to creative things so it's hard to kind of balance the the necessity of, of self-publishing and self-promotion and dealing with the fact that you're introverted and you don't feel comfortable always putting yourself out there and kind of hey look at my writing and and I have to admit I mean I've been writing for a long time and I still struggle to share like anything I, I'm trying a lot harder I am putting more short stories and, and short flash fictions on my blog and I'm talking about my, my writing a lot more but it has been a real struggle to do that it's hard I know I um I've been writing since I was 10 and I started writing with fan fiction because my sister did fan fiction and I just wanted to copy her and for some reason it stuck so when I started my blog in 2012 I wanted it as an author platform but I didn't know how to do that and I just wanted to like I would post blog posts and I was like oh people will find me and they'll love my writing because <laughs> I've been writing since I was 10 so this is just great but I never shared any of my creative writing because I was I was afraid to like who isn't but all my blog posts it was just I didn't write today because I had so much homework and then I was tired and literally 
all of my blog posts were the same. It was just me coming up with excuse after excuse after excuse for why I didn't write. And finally, one year, I think it was 2015 or 2016, I was like, I'm going to write a short story or a flash fiction piece a week. And it took me a while to get into that weekly routine, but I eventually did it. And I just started posting short stories on my blog every Sunday and it turned into a feature and it got to the point where I was writing them in bulk because I couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> but I did it and you know, the, the feedback is surprisingly, well, yeah, you do get constructive criticism, but that's part of it and that's actually helpful. So it's good. Yeah, that, I think that's it. It's like, I think everyone worries about, oh my gosh, people are going to judge me and people are going to be like criticized. And it's like, and yeah, you are going to get that. And unfortunately, you're going to get that whether you're a hobbyist just putting up stories or you are a published author and you've got uh, reviews on Goodreads. It's going to happen. And it's never easy because you'll eventually get someone who says, I hate your stuff, it's crap. But we all sort of kind of hold back. It's like, I don't want to do it. I might get judged. And it's like, yeah, but if you really, really want to be a writer, you're going to have to sort of step out of the shadow and into the light a little bit and be like, okay, here's some stuff. And most likely you'll get a lot of people who will like your stuff and, and that will resonate with other people. And that's where you get your fans and your readers from. And you have to just take a breath and be okay with the criticism or whether it's constructive criticism or just nasty criticism, which will sometimes happen. But it's, I think it's worth it to getting your work out there. It's, it's worth going through and having some of that negativity that will sometimes come at you because the positivity will also be there. And I think that's worth everything. Yeah, I agree. Because the thing is, you can't please everyone. No. And you, there's everybody has different tastes and everybody interprets books differently. So you're going to have one person who absolutely loves your writing and then you'll have somebody who thinks you are just like terrible at it. And that's fine. It's, it's not a good feeling, but it's fine. And that's just the way the creative world works. But it's, it's interesting how like, you know, sharing stuff on your blog, like it's nerve wracking when you share it with people online, even though these people know you're a writer for the most part, if you're part of the writing community. Yeah. But then when you tell people in real life, oh, I have a blog, I have a website, they're like, oh, what's the URL? And you tell them and you think they'll forget about it later. But I have people that I met like 10, 11 years ago, and I keep in touch with them every once in a while. And the other day I found out they still check my blog and I'm like, wow. they'll read that, like, which is great. And I'm happy for their support. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, have I ever mentioned them on the blog? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I never, I never mentioned names, of course, but it's, it's one of those things that they're like, oh, what? but that, that short story that I really, really just didn't care for, but I knew I couldn't edit it anymore, and I uploaded it anyway. Like, they, people probably think that I'm an awful writer. <laughs> and, then it, and then, you know, and then the, the thoughts start spiraling out of control, and yeah, it's, oh, it's awful. <laughs> I think it would it would terrify me if I if I had met people and they were still reading my blog. I think I think ninety nine percent of the people who read my blog are people are, are I've met online. They're not people in my um, my family and friends circle in real life, and and I'm okay with that. I am very very okay with that. <laughs> 
because I know I just be constantly getting comments saying I think you misspelled that or oh I don't think that sounds right or hmm, hmm, no I don't like that did you just use a swear word and I just I couldn't cope with that oh yeah that's that's totally fair oh my gosh I mean I can totally understand why there are people who who would be completely secret writers who are definitely not ready yet to share their work who may never want to share their work and it's a very private and personal experience for them so there's not no there's nothing wrong with being a secret writer obviously we're talking about like stepping out and being loud and proud and, and, and embracing the term writer and author and, and and things like that but obviously this isn't trying to make anyone feel like they shouldn't stay as a secret writer especially if you write certain things I mean I, I have a, an author friend of mine who who writes two different types of writing on one of them leans more towards the um, like erotic side and obviously she keeps that very private from family members who may be more conservative and might not approve of that sort of thing and that's totally understandable I mean there's, I know there's a few people yeah. who do that sort of thing who like to separate out their, their writing from, from people that they know and that's why people have pen names oh yeah that's true I forgot about pen names but I'm, I'm glad you brought that up like it, it's a really good thing to be a loud and proud writer especially if you want to share your work with the world and really make some money off of it but there really isn't anything wrong with being a secret writer especially depending on what you write because if I tried writing erotica I wouldn't want to share it with anybody either I give people a lot of credit who actually write erotica and publish it and people who read it it's just not my cup of coffee but there's nothing wrong with it but also I'm sure there are probably people who write memoirs or autobiographies about themselves but they keep that to themselves because maybe they mention names that they don't want those people to read it you know mm-hmm. yeah I, mean, I have a couple stories in my head that I would love to write about but I wouldn't publish it you know <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have stories like that <laughs> it's totally understandable <laughs> I mean, I, I have to, I, mean, I, ha- I will hold my hand up. I have in, in times if I've had a very bad experience or stress with someone, I have gone on my computer and I've like typed out a, an angry scene. And it's like, it is never going to go in a novel. It is never going to go in a, in, a, in a book or anything. Um, it's just, it's just an angry, and it, it's strange. It's, it's very therapeutic to put it in a story, which I found very, you know, people say, oh, well, write it down, put it in your journal. It's like, no, that doesn't work for me. But putting a situation and all, and all my anger and stress and frustration into a story or a scene is so much more cathartic for me, but it just never goes anywhere. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. Like I have a journal, which I don't, write in as often as I should but I have definitely written short stories like based on things that make me angry or sad and I've definitely written stories based on real life instances that have made me angry or sad and it does it helps even even though you never share it with anybody it still releases those emotions and it it makes you feel great afterwards well I'll say it sort of brings down the the level it's like calm and it just stops you from like you know picking up the phone and going oh my gosh to somebody <laughs> down the phone and, and I would probably do that if I didn't have the uh, the, the ability to, to to pour it all out, <laughs> out into a scene yeah although I, I, I'm pretty bad I do keep the scenes which is probably not a good thing <laughs> I should I should probably delete them before I accidentally you know accidentally end up on an email or something um well they tell you never to delete any of your writing because you might accidentally write a really really good line and you know you could stick that in a novel somewhere you never know that's true I mean I have to admit I, I don't like deleting anything and unfortunately that has created a massive amount of, of, of writing and data on my computer that's like overwhelming it but I'm sure that's a question for another day <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so 
So to recap what we're talking about, why do you think it's awkward to talk about writing? I, I think it mainly comes down to the fact that society as a whole still looks at the creative arts, whether that's writing, music, drama, painting, sculpting, all things like that, as kind of as hobbies and as less important than other subjects and even even though we have like obviously we have movies with with actors and actresses in we have musicians and operas and all this stuff where creativity is used as jobs and careers and building our culture and we we do view it very importantly as culture but at the same time uh, it has to reach a certain level before before we sort of look at it and go oh yes yes that's great and until you get there it's it's still got this kind of oh it's a hobby oh it's it's a time waste it's like you should be doing real things it's like you know other things are much more important maths is much more important and science and it's like i'm not saying that those aren't important but there is still a place for creativity and writing yeah and i I think there's a little bit of creativity in every profession it's just not always prominent which is totally fine but yeah no i i agree with that i think part of the reason i think writers are in a vicious cycle because writers are shy about saying they're writers. And then when they do say it, people, writers are scarce. They're everywhere, but they're scarce because they're secret writers. So when you finally tell somebody that you're a writer, they're, they're like, oh, that's so cool. I've never met a writer before because writers, they all become famous and rich, right? I can tell people that I know a writer. This is fabulous. And it's just one big vicious cycle because... That turns it into awkward to writing about, so therefore writers go into hiding. And then when they do finally have enough courage to talk about it and share that they're a writer, it just goes in a big full circle. (laughs) And it brings me back to that it's so much easier to just talk about it on the internet because... I mean, not for nothing, but you can easily ignore people on the internet too. So that's, oh, another, totally. that's another point. <laughs> <laughs> Block, delete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think especially with, with, with like the awkwardness of writing is you don't often get it in other professions. If someone says like, oh, what do you do? It's like, oh, I'm a writer. You always get the, oh, so what have you published? And not every writer has published because, you know, we're all on different journeys. But then people don't always realize that writing is very different for everybody and it can take a lot longer for some people than others and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody works at their own pace. But if you're not a writer, you will often get get the sense that it's like, well, you should have done it, but it's like, you've been writing for a year. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. Some people can write for several years. There's lots to do. There's rewrites and edits and plot holes to find. And some people are just slower writers and some people are fast writers. But we're sort of judged on this level that we should all be the same. So if somebody else wrote a book and published it in three months, then why haven't you published your book in three months? And it's like, why is it taking you so long? And there is a lot of that sort of judgment. So we kind of hide away because we don't always want to have to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, people have this, people don't have a good sense of what a writer is. And I didn't have a good sense of what a writer was. When I wanted to be a writer, I thought I was going to quit my job, write a book, publish it. And boom, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but I thought that was the only path I could take. I wanted to be an author, so I was going to write a book and publish it. But nobody told me that I could be a book publicist. Nobody told me I could be an editor. I could be a journalist. I could just be a blogger. Like nobody, there's so many different paths and branches that you can take to being a writer that people don't really talk about. You just kind of go with the flow. So when you tell somebody you're a writer, they instantly think, oh, you're going to write a book. When is it going to be published? 
can I read it? <laughs> can I edit it for you? <laughs> I always find it funny that they, they do, they do ask, can I read it? And it's like, I haven't told you anything about it. It's like, it, it, how do you even know it's for you? It's like, not every book is for every person. <laughs> okay. I think we've kind of covered lots of different things about that question. So I think we're going to try and end this episode here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast and tune in next week for another episode of the Merry Writer podcast, where we'll be asking all the right questions. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by Excessive Caffeine. We drink a lot. The music titled Inspired is composed and produced by Kevin McLeod of www.incompetech.com licensed under the Creative